This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We're joined now by Odyssey NFL insider Jason Lockenfora, host of the Odyssey original podcast, In the Huddle, with Brian Baldinger and Carl Dukes, covering the entire NFL. We're just a day away from some NFL action. Jason, how you been? I'm doing all right. Hope you guys are doing the same. We're doing okay. Got a little bit of uh, the, you know bad news today about Jay Kaner, the Saints rookie, uh, suspended six games for violating yeah. the NFL's uh, performance-enhancing substance policy. Uh, not a good look for the rookie, but he's saying, you know, he doesn't know where it came from. Yeah. The <laughs> the substances he was taking wasn't part of the mm-hmm. banned list. So it's like, where where do we go from here? Obviously, I guess the Saints are lucky, though. It's not their starting quarterback. It's their third stringer. Yeah. Um, not how you want to debut, for sure. Um and it seems like that's what you always hear, right? It was, I didn't know what was in it, or somebody gave it to me, or they told me it was X or Y. Uh, I don't really have a, you know, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, it's not mine, Mom, somebody, I swear. Yeah, I, or somebody came out and said, yeah, look, I'm trying to get bigger, faster, stronger, and get in this league by any means necessary, and they caught me, you know? It happens. Um, but, yeah, look, the, the Saints um, are in an interesting spot because I, I don't know that I – know a whole heck of a lot more what to make of that division, right? Then I would have told you three months ago. Then I would have told you, you know, before the draft. Then I would have told you at the end of last season when, you know, Tom Brady was finally, we think, forever walking away. And, you know, you had more teams in transition. I think you, if you're a fan of any team in that division, you could, you know, sit down with your buddies over a beer and make a realistic case for, for why your club – could host a playoff game right because that's the prize for winning a division no matter how bad the division is and uh i have a feeling that this game sunday will will kind of be their like it might be their kind of party you know like i think it's probably a little bit throwback i think it's it's a little bit no frills i think it's going to be a real physical game i think it'll be decided in the trenches you know at this stage of his career if you think Derek Carr's adding a whole lot of pizzazz and sexiness to your passing game you're 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 probably fooling yourself um I think this is going to be a little bit of an old school ugly brawl and and the Saints I think are going to have to be a team that can win some of those games you know uh, Jason I look at uh because uh you know how we had Drew Brees and Sean Payton and all and we always like um like we could count on year in and year out uh, for two a handful of sample size as far as being a top five, if not a top three offense. Uh, but now we're on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, this caught uh, my attention that you look at since week eight against the Raiders and Derek Carr was on that Raiders team, the Saints won 24-0. to zero. And I was looking at what they did since week eight. Uh, 
if you look at like scoring defense, they only gave up uh, since week eight to close out the season, and they've ended up finishing, you know, five and four. Uh, they were the number three scoring defense, giving up 15 yep. points a game. Number one pass defense, giving up 176 yards. You know, this day and age, you know, opponents uh, opposing quarterbacks completion rate only giving up 59 percent. That was number two passer rating, only 77.8. That was number one sacks. They had 31 sacks, tied for number two. So I think uh, the winning formula is yes. that the defense has to pick up where they left off last season. Yeah, that's not exactly what I'm alluding to. Physical football, old school games, games that are won in the high teens and low 20s. I, I think they're going to have to be a team that can do that. Um, and I think on the defensive side of the ball, especially when you look within their division at the limitations of some of the opponents and the scope of their passing games, you know, is, does anybody really think Desmond Ritter's pushing the ball 50, 60 yards downfield? No. I don't. You know, do we think that's where Bryce Young is as a rookie? Like, he may have a better shot than, you know, Trask or Mayfield or whoever the hell it is in Tampa, right? It'll be Mayfield right. to start, <laughs> but not for probably that long, right? So I don't think you have to worry about too much of that. Um, I don't think those teams are, are, are going to be teams that want to win high-scoring games either. And my concern, again, is if that equation falters, their car turns the ball over a lot, you know, and that – Man, that just can't be who they are. That can't be who he is. That can't be what the quarterback position, you know, gives them. And how many times did we see last year where the defense looks like it was ready to hold its own and then Andy Dalton turns into a double agent, right, and turns it over three times in five possessions or something like that? Like, that, they're not, I don't think, equipped to, to overcome that. But if they play solid, fundamental, old-school football – and they play to the strengths of that defense. And we know what that environment can be like at home, especially when you're facing young quarterbacks, seeing that dome for the first time in the NFL. Like, I, I think that's – keep it simple, stupid, man. I think that's their mantra. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You know, and uh, Jason, it's like, um, I don't know, it's amazing they even won seven games. You minus 11 in the turnover yeah. margin. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling the Who That Nation Saints fans, I'm going to tell you right now, if we win, if we plus one in the turnover margin, I think we're going to win the game. I, I, I would say I'd almost guarantee a win. If we plus two, hell yeah, we beating the Titans. Because I think in the turnover margin and being opportunistic, that's one thing. Even though the defense was outstanding, they did not take away the football. Now, does that change? You know, if you, if right. you have a turnover, then you got to get two back and somehow end up on the uh, plus side. Uh, I say this all the time. We are a creature of habits, and uh, you look going into that Texans preseason game, we were plus four, ended up plus two. But but I think uh, that's a good habit. So somehow, yeah. something, as, something as simple as can you protect the football or take it away could be the difference. When you're looking at a point spread, I don't know, it's one and a half, three points, whatever it might be. No, uh, when you look at that one number, okay, uh, we were positive in the turnover margin, and that's one reason why maybe we won by a field goal. No, I, I, I agree completely. I mean, it, it will tell the tale of many a football game and many a season. 
And I think, again, especially for a team like this that's in a division with, you know, without anyone who I think you're looking at and saying that's a Super Bowl contender. You know, I, I don't right. think that you're looking at any of those teams and saying they've got the, especially, a, a, you know, they've got what you need in the modern passing game to win three or four times in the postseason and hold the chalice. So it's like, what is going to separate them? And I, I, I think that is certainly, you know, a, a big part of it. And, you know, like this game Sunday, I don't know what happened to the Tennessee Titans defensive line last year. You know, that went from a bleep kicking bunch to a group that couldn't generate sacks, couldn't generate pressures. You know, they, they weren't even like hovering around the quarterback. They were, they were nowhere to be seen. Now you can't run the ball on them, you know, a whole hell of a lot. I, I think that's, you know, they've, they've proven that. Yeah. Number one I, run I tend, defense. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to buy that. I think that'll carry this year. Um, and I think that's where Mike Vrabel kind of starts everything with them. And, um, but, you know, they've lived and died with their safeties picking balls off. And when they've been looking like a team that was interesting in the AFC, it was oftentimes because they were winning that turnover battle and right. they were getting early turnovers. That's a team, a lot of, would they turn you over in the first quarter, early second quarter? You're playing from behind, and, and that worked right into their favor, right? Because now we're going to run the big running back down your throat and a little bit of pass, uh, play action pass with with the quarterback who does love throwing deep stuff on play action, and, and sort of that's that's their equation. So I think these teams are are are, are kind of similar in like what what's going to carry for them and 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 you know who they are. Um, but the Titans have gotten a little long in the tooth in the offensive line. Um, I don't think they can pass protect like they could two, right. two, three, four years ago, and that might be that might be where the turnovers come from. That might be where the Saints win this game, and you know, Tannehill's not quite as mobile as he used to be. Right now, uh, Jason, uh, the kickoff of the NFL season. I mean, I think a lot of fans they were somewhat puzzled. Uh, I guess the NFL throwing maybe the Lions a bone because uh, yeah. their expectations, but the Lions at Kansas City, you would think it'd be more a team that had a past history in the hunt. Uh, but it's kind of intriguing. Look at the injuries with the Chiefs and what they're dealing yeah. with. Uh, what's your take on that one tomorrow night? Well, I mean, the the situation with Kelsey, you know, as someone who has some money on the Chiefs, concerns me more <laughs> than the Chris Jones thing. You know, I, right. I, I kind of feel like they've known for a while that there's a good chance Chris Jones wasn't going to play in this game. And frankly, when you have this much time to prepare for an opponent and you've got uh, you know, a, a, a top-10 all-time NFL head coach who's an offensive guru and you've got a quarterback who might go down as the best ever, you know, I don't think they mind having to push the pace and score more points. Um, Patrick Mahomes in his career in week one's opening days, he's got a quarterback rating of 136.86 with 18 Whoa. touchdowns and no interceptions. That's in five games. Um, so, I, you know, I think they were going to come into this trying to run up the score on the Lions in the first place and, and, and take them out of their run attack and, and make them have to chuck it around to try to keep pace. So, um, you know, I don't think the Jones thing changes it, but but the problem with, obviously, you take Kelsey out of there and Kadarius Tony didn't do a whole lot in the summer. And, you know, all of a sudden you start looking at who's going to win for them in tight quarters and who's going to make those plays when, when Mahomes improvises and throws those jump passes and those no-look passes around the goal line. Um, you know, a lot of those go to go to Kelsey. So, um, yeah, you've seen that reflected in the line. I mean, this went from six and a half to last I checked four and a half. Right. And it wouldn't surprise me if it drops a little more between now and kickoff because it seems like more and more money keeps coming in on those on those lines. I still like the Chiefs to win this game. 
Um, I, I, the Chiefs, for me, are in a different sphere than any other team in the league until proven otherwise. And at some point, they are going to get Chris Jones back. No. And, you know, at their, this Kelsey thing, if he doesn't play this game, they got 10 days before they play again. Even if he misses week two, I think he's fine after that. Um, and, and the road to the, to the Lombardi Trophy used to go through Foxborough, Massachusetts. You know, and now it goes through Arrowhead Stadium and, and, and Kansas City, Missouri, until proven otherwise. Now, Jason, you brought up money. Uh, what's your take on, on the deal with Boza uh, with the 49ers? Well, he got paid. You know, he had him over a barrel. And, <laughs> and the timing is everything. And he wasn't going to relent. And they know how critically important he is. And they know for all the talk about their quarterbacks, who have been marginal at best for a right. long time, the defense is the star. The defense is the superstar. Um, without that defense being ironclad, you know, up there like last year, tied for the league league and in interceptions and um, able to get pressure with four, right, not having to bring numbers to wreck your day and letting those quarterbacks play with leads. Like, without that, forget about it. The whole thing crumbles. And they have thumped their chest for a long time internally and with their cronies and other front offices about how they don't just negotiate contracts, they win contracts. And we'll never agree to this structure. Yeah. We'll never agree to that structure. And we'll never take $100 million and put it in escrow because <laughs> we don't guarantee that much money. Well, you, yeah, that's you just did. dandy. <laughs> right? Until, until you, you know, your franchise looks back at you and says, I'll wait. So no. good on him. You know, good, yeah. good on him. And I bet your Burns gets done now in short order in your division because he was trying to tail this contract the whole time. And now that – Bosa did even better than we thought he did. Now you're going to squeeze a little bit more out of Tepper before you go and play football this weekend. You know, and, and, and that's how it works. Now, Jason, before we let you run, uh, I don't know if I've ever looked forward to a Monday night game more than this one. Uh, mm. Buffalo at New York with the Jets. I don't know, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, I, I, I'm like, I can't wait to see this yeah. game. Yeah, I can't either. It's, it's going to be, you know, I think we've been a little bit um, tainted by Tom Brady and what he pulled off very late in his career because – you know, right. I, I'm old enough to remember, you know, my dad told me stories of Johnny Unitas trying to, you know, play for the San Diego Chargers when I was a baby. And that that, that didn't go too well. And it, it hasn't gone too well for a lot of guys who make that switch. Um, so we'll see. I, I think that's another game where as much as you talk, you know, Josh Allen and, and Aaron Rodgers and how sexy all that is, go go look at Josh Allen's career against the Jets, even before the Jets' defense was this dominant. He's struggled a little bit, and I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have trouble doing some of the things he likes to do against that Bills team. And those two teams, when they played last year, were very low-scoring games. And it would not surprise me if this is another low-scoring game, and it's it's not a shootout, um, but the defenses carry the day. Thanks for the time, as always, Jason. Be talking to you soon, and hopefully we see you in the Superdome. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, guys. Anytime. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Bye-bye. That was Odyssey NFL insider Jason Lockhan for Make sure to follow The Huddle on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcast.